The Hawks play a complete game in the nation's capital, but they might be without one of their young Fords. We'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror, no, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever, there's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And tonight we had basketball in the nation's capital. The Hawks kicking off the first game of a back to back. And saw them come out victorious, man. A very compelling, a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess I would say a complete win. This was a very complete win. I'm usually, you know, when a team wins, you say, well, they didn't do this. Well, they didn't do that well. But, I mean, I would be hard-pressed to find things that this team did not do well in tonight's game. Um Shout out to the Hawks, man. I mean, hey, <laughs> you just got to shout them out. Now, with that being said, this was the Washington Wizards. <laughs> a team that coming in had lost eight in a row. I think it was eight in a row. Um, but you don't apologize for that, right? You don't apologize for that. You only play the team that's in front of you. But for what it's worth, it was the Wizards. But, I mean, you're not going to apologize for that. So it was a good team. Look. You did what you were supposed to do. You're supposed to beat this team. You were um, eight-point favorites, eight to nine points. I I, I saw in some circles, but um, let's say roughly nine points you were favored. You were supposed to win this game, you know, and, you know, you got to give them credit because if they lost this game, I would come on here and I I would give you, (laughs) would tell you like it is. But we're going to get into all that in just a moment. Again, you're listening to the Hogsuite Podcast. I'm your host, Edub. Thank you for taking uh, a journey with us on this Atlanta Hawks podcast as we talk Hawks and Wizards tonight. Um, first things first, man, we want you to connect with us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Um, however you get down with the socials, make sure you search Hawks Beat and find us there. You look for us, we're, we're going to be there. I promise we'll be there. Um, also, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast as well. So that was some housekeeping. Um, before we get into um, the show, I want to uh, just show my appreciation. Um, we were in an article on Deadspin. So we are very appreciative of that. Deadspin showing uh, the podcast some love. Um, they did a piece on um the best fan hosted NBA podcast. And uh, we made the list. You know, who would have thunk it? But, you know, Deadspin is a very 
uh, a popular website. And so we're thankful for being uh, part of that. I, I, I kind of DM the guy back and forth, the guy that wrote the article, um, Lee, Esco, Lee Escobedo, I believe that's his name. Um, so yeah, uh, check out, I'll, I'll put the description, I'll put the link in, in the, in the, um, the show notes. And so if you want to check that out, go check out what they got to say about the little blurb on the Hawks beat. <laughs> Very appreciative of it. Uh, they didn't even do all 30 teams. They did, I think 14, 15 teams. And we are grateful for, uh, making the list. So shout out to, uh, Mr. Escobaro for, uh, <laughs> including us. And uh, hopefully I can get them on the show sometime so we can chat. All right. First things first. Um, today's show, we're going to go over some of our show notes for the game. Um, we're going to take a look at the keys to the game. And we're going to do a little fan feedback if we have any and some takeaways. I didn't see a lot of people tweeting about the game. Now, granted, this is a heavy football day. This not is just this is not just a heavy football day. This is a rivalry. Right? I can always say that word. This is a rivalry week <laughs> in the football. So you got, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, uh, Clemson, South Carolina, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Florida, Florida State. So I could understand if there's not a lot of feedback. I could understand if a lot of people were not watching an Atlanta Hawks game. It's all good. Trust me. It's all good. Plus, they play tomorrow. So you're, you're fine. You're fine. Um yeah, so going into the game, again, I mentioned this earlier, Hawks were nine-point favorites. Uh, they had a, a pretty clean uh, injury report. The Wiz, their report was, was um, fairly clean. They were without our guy, DeLon Wright. Shout out to the former Hawk and all-around good guy. <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, you know uh, we're, big fa- we're, we're big fans of DeLon Wright. You know what I mean? Like me and uh, my guy, Brad Roland, we're always talking about DeLon Wright, and, you know, we wish him the best, but he did not play tonight, so, uh, yeah, kind of interesting with the Hawks being such big favorites on the road, that tells you a little bit about (laughs) the Wizards, but, um, yeah, let's go ahead and get into some of these notes as far as the game is concerned. Um, This was a game, and and I don't know if... The Hawks have played a game this season where they have led like from front to back. I don't think the Wizards won. I don't. I don't think they ever led like in the in the uh, like the first quarter. Like you know, there's usually like you know scores like six to four. Like I, I don't think I don't ever remember them leading. Like I, I'm gonna check the stat sheet, but uh, I can I can I'm gonna say this with some level of confidence that the Hawks led this thing from front to back from front to back man um we're gonna go over the keys to the game uh you know what let's do that first so here's what i'll do i will talk about the keys to the game first and then after we do the notes i'll talk about if they got a check mark for the keys that i listed so if you guys don't follow me on x or twitter make sure you do that um what i do before each game i try to list out couple keys to the game and just kind of key things that I think the Hawks should do to get a dub and uh, (laughs) let's just get into it Um, keys to the game first key I said is push the pace I said you are rested Hawks need to get some easy buckets in transition and uh, I think I just thought that they needed to play fast number two rebound 
don't let the Wiz get second shots. So um, I thought rebounding was going to be very important in this game. Um, there's a stat that the uh, broadcast put out, and I'm going to tell you that when we get into our game notes. But uh, let's just put it this way. The Wizards are not a very good rebounding team. <laughs> like, they're historically bad. <laughs> We'll get into that. And number three, I said, win the three-point shooting battle. I said, this is a three-point shooting league. And in today's NBA, if you win that battle, your chances of winning will go up. You know, most teams nowadays are going to a system where um, they want to get up a bunch of threes. You know, that's kind of how everybody's playing nowadays. So you want to win. Um, you want to win that battle. All right, um, first quarter, um, I will say this, man. In its totality, man, like, what you saw tonight out of Trey and DeJounte, like, whew, chef's kiss. Like, those two guys tonight were amazing. And it wasn't like one guy had it going and another guy didn't. Like, it was just the way they played, like, together and in sync. And just it was just like... It was, like I just said, it was in sync. And, and, like, to me, like, that's the most important thing is them being on the same page. And you kind of saw that tonight. Um, both guys getting you 10 assists. Like, when that happens, like, that is a beautiful thing. That tells you the ball is moving. Uh, everybody's getting involved. And I'm telling you, that is when the Hawks are at their best. Yes, it's nice. To see Trey Young and, and DeJounte go for 40 and 45 or whatever, whatever. But the Hawks are at their best when they have five, six, seven guys in double figures. That is Atlanta Hawks basketball. Throw in Trey Young being efficient with his shooting. There you go. They're going to be hard to beat. And they just got to, <laughs> you know, get that defense thing under wraps. But nevertheless, um, I, I thought in that first quarter, um, DeJounte Murray was just really aggressive. I didn't realize, like, he put up eight shots in that first quarter. I was like, he just seemed active. He just seemed like he would, like, everything was, like, was it was going through him, you know. Had eight points, six assists in that first quarter. Um, the Hawks shot 52% from the field. They put up 34 points. And at the end of the quarter, I was still kind of disappointed. I was like, yo, like, this team should really be winning by more than four points. The Wizards, Jesus. They play, <laughs> I don't even know what brand of basketball they play. I mean, it doesn't seem together. It's just like they just out here, bro. Like, it's like, do y'all practice? <laughs> like, watching the Wizards play basketball is like, when you go to the YMCA, you just get four dudes you ain't never played with, and y'all just go out there and play. Like, that's what Wizards basketball looks like nowadays. Very just not together guys just kind of just doing whatever like there's no I don't know man like I, <laughs> I feel sorry for the coach and like what is his team doing like where are they going what are they doing you know um, I forgot to mention Jordan Poole didn't play like that's big like Jordan's Poole he's usually you know 15 20 points a game whatever whatever you know that's a big thing but he didn't play as well I should have mentioned him in the injury report but um, I forgot. So, Jordan Poole didn't play, so that was a big thing for them. Um, yeah, so, first quarter, you're just like, okay, it was kind of ho-hum. I thought that they should have been up by more than four, but Wiz hit a couple shots in the end, and I was just like, okay, like, 
Hawks really don't need to play with these dudes. Like, step on the gas and don't let off. Like, I mean, like, from the outset, I was just like, don't play with your food, Hawks. Don't play with your food. This team does not want to win any basketball games. They're just out here trying to get their stats. And, like, don't play with them. Just play your game and you're going to win, you know. Second quarter was much better than the first quarter. I like the fact that they were consistent, um, you know, just with their scoring, with their their defense. Would look, it looked def- like it looked formidable, you know what I mean? It wasn't stopping, like it wasn't show-stopping, but, like, that's not who they are, you know. Shot decent from the field in that second quarter, 46 and 54 from behind the three. Um, Bay comes in, hits a couple shots. Um, everybody's just spreading the love. You know, Trey Young has five assists in that quarter. And so they're just racking up assists. And again, when you have, um, uh, the, uh, those two guys dishing out assists like you did, like it just makes this team just totally different. Like the face and what this team looks like is totally different when you got two guys who are facilitating and mind you they're still scoring like they're still putting up you know over 20 points a game and so like that's a good thing right you go into the half and i feel much better at halftime you know even though you're only up by 12 and 12 points is really nothing in the nba but just the look and the feel that this game had it was like Nah, these dudes ain't giving this game up. <laughs> like that to the Wizards. Like if it was any other team, I'd be like, okay, they really got to like, like put them out in the third quarter. Like I would really be worried about that. But the Wizards gave you no indication that one, they even wanted to play tonight, and like two, that they was gonna come back. So you know, fifty-eight to seventy at the half. You got let's see, you have Bogey and double figures, Dre Hunter. Shout out to Dre Hunter. Had a very efficient game. Um, Yeah. I mean, you got to shout the man out. He played really well tonight with his shots. He was in rhythm. All of his shots looked in rhythm tonight. Um, At the half, he had 16 points. He was the Hawks' leading scorer. He was the beneficiary, I would say, of a lot of those Trey Young and the John T. Murray. um, All those frontline guys. You know, Hunter had had 16. Jalen had 8. Clint had 8. It was just like everybody was eating. Everybody was eating. And to me, like, that's Atlanta Hawks basketball. I'm going to be real with you. Notes stopped after the third quarter. <laughs> they stopped after the third quarter because the third quarter was just like, okay, like, like, where's the bus driver? Go, like, go, go, go fire up the bus because this game is over. You know, Hawks outscored the outscored the Wizards thirty seven to twenty in that quarter. Um, Trey Young and Dejounte were both just they were scoring and dishing. You know, uh, DJ had thirteen and four. Trey had twelve and three. Um, they just could not be stopped. Like and they and they were just doing it in rhythm. Like it wasn't anything like overtly special about what they were doing. Everything was just in rhythm. You know. Um, in that second quarter, I forgot to mention, I thought it was in the third quarter, but it was in the second quarter. Um, unfortunately for the Hawks, Jalen Johnson goes down. Um, there was a play with him and Kyle Kuzma. So, um, Hawks fans are kind of split on whether this was a dirty play and whether Kyle, Kyle Kuzma should have deserved a tech. Um, I say that it I'm kind of falling on the, the lines of, nah, 
It, it looked like it didn't seem excessive to me. Um, it seemed unnecessary. I'll give it that. But like, nah, I don't think it was tech worthy. I don't think it was even really like malicious. I mean, I think it was kind of a, just a a hard foul, you know, and it was kind of a freak because like, like Jalen came down. It's like he tried to catch himself and like that's where he hurt his wrist. So um, Jalen doesn't come back rest of the game. He comes back. Sits on the bench and looked like his wrist was wrapped up. So um, we're waiting to hear what the Hawks um, say on Jalen Johnson. And uh, in the takeaways, I'll talk a little bit more about that. But uh, Jalen Johnson was gone uh, in that second quarter. So, you know, slide in uh, Sadiq Bey, you know. Um, That is probably a good um, thing about the Hawks is their depth. Uh, the fact that you can slide into Sadiq Bay. Now, here's the thing. Jalen Johnson has been, like, arguably one of your best players this season. Like, and that's even saying that with number 11 on the floor. Not saying that he's better than number 11. But he has been one of your best players this season. What he does, his skill set, nobody on the Hawks has that skill set that he has. You know? So um, hopefully he won't be out too long. Hopefully it's more of a stinger than it is any type of like long term injury. But um, yeah, man, hopefully he can get back as soon as possible, because this is a very important piece to what this Hawks basketball team has been and what their success has been. When you look at their success, when you look at the eight games, Jalen Johnson has been a big part of it. So um, they lose double J in that first half. Third quarter, Hawks come out in gangbusters. Like I said, Murray and Young just go crazy. Um, it was just, it was clinic basketball. Like it was complete basketball. So um, after that, it was just like, okay, like one of the scrubs going to come in. Not the scrubs, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean the scrubs. One of the bench guys going to come in, right? Because you're like, you know what? I, and I said around the 10 or 9 minute mark, Quinn's going to pull those guys. And that's exactly what he did. Um, so uh, fourth quarter, I don't have any notes on the fourth quarter. You had the, the young guys come in, the young guys with uh, Trent Forrest. And and we had a Patty Mills sighting. Patty Mills got in the game. The Patty Mills era has begun in Atlanta. <laughs> he came in about the five-minute mark, a little bit under the five-minute mark. Took two shots, made one of them. So uh, I made a joke on Twitter. I was like, "Hey, put this, put the, uh, put the jersey in the rafters for Patty Mills." But nah, it was. It's, listen, it's always good seeing them bench guys because you don't see them. Quinn is very tight with that rotation. You already know how he gets down with the get down. He's gonna play eight dudes. Maybe that nine man may get three minutes, and that's has that's his rotation. That's his rotation. So it's always good to see. Uh, Garrison Matthews get in there, Trent Forrest, A.J. Griffin, Patty Mills, Bruno Fernando, all them dudes got minutes, and all them dudes got buckets. So it was good to see, man. I, I, I like to see it. One thing about Garrison Matthews, he he came in, uh, he, he hit a three like 10 seconds after he got in. Garrison Matthews, he, as soon as he gets in the game, like he gets that ball, he's not looking to pass. He's not looking to come off no screen and look for no roller. That brother is going to shoot that ball. 
and I'm here for it. I'm here for it, man. He came, he came in the game and shut the ball within, like, the first 10 seconds. And, like, that's not the first time he does that. That's just what he does. He knows his role. He knows he's a shooter. He come in there. He look for that shot, man. And I respect that. I respect that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Trent Forrest played the last 10 minutes. It's always good seeing him. I'm a big Trent Forrest guy. I like seeing him play. You know what I mean? A.J. Griffin, it was good to see him knock down two shots. And, uh, of course, you know, Bruno getting some love, you know, being that he went to school down in Maryland. So I'm sure he had people to see him, to uh, come see him. So it was good that he got in the game, right? So um, it was just the fourth quarter was just like, let's just run it. Like, they weren't even calling no timeouts. <laughs> like, they weren't even calling no timeouts. Like, let's just let's just run this out and get, o- get over it. You know what I'm saying? Get, get this game over with and uh, go on to the next. So the Hawks. Have another game tomorrow, an early game, I guess you could say. Uh, they go to Boston and take on the Boston Celtics at 5.30. Um, good thing for them. They were able to rest their starters in that fourth quarter for a good amount. None of your starters really played over 30 minutes. Trey, um, DeAndre Hunter played 31 minutes. Trey played 30. DJ played 26. Clint played 18. And I imagine that Bay is probably going to be starting tomorrow. He played 31. So um, it wasn't a game where you're just like fighting to the end. And they extended a lot of energy, a very complete win for this Hawks team. Um, DeAndre Hunter, 20 points, got to shout him out. I thought Clint Capella was amazing on the boards tonight. 12 and 11 for him. Everybody, I mean, everybody did their role. Like it would be hard pressed for me to find... You know, I could say, oh, well, DeJounte Murray was 4-14. Splitting hairs. He played a good game. You know what I mean? <laughs> he played a good game. He didn't, he didn't shoot the ball too well, like, in the second half. But, like, he the, the start that he got off, like, he, he was fine to me. Everybody was fine to me. Um, so, yeah, not really much to complain about in a 136-108 game. Trust me. There's going to be many podcasts, and I'm going to come in here, and I'm going to say some stuff, and y'all ain't going to like it. <laughs> That's fine. So I'm giving you the flowers tonight. Take the flowers, all right? Um, yeah, 136 to 108 tonight uh, for the Hawks. And let's go back and examine those keys to the game that we mentioned earlier and see if the Hawks get any checked, uh, any checks, I'm sorry, uh, any checks for those keys to tonight's game. Let me pull it up again. If you're on Twitter or X, make sure you're following us at HawksBeat. And join the 1,388 followers, <laughs> alleged, <laughs> alleged followers that follow me on uh, X. It's really probably more like 12. I appreciate the 12 of y'all that follow me and interact with me. It's all to the G, man. All to the G. Um, here we go. Quick keys to the game. First one, push the pace. I said you're rested. The Hawks need to get easy buckets in transition. I think the Hawks did that. Um, fast break points. The Hawks had 18. Um, Wizards had nine. So I, I think that that was, uh, and they actually probably should have had more. But you know, garbage time is kind of garbage time. But I thought they played fast. I played. I thought they played well when they had to be in the in the half court. And I think that's important because I think that sometimes they will slow things down and things will get stagnant when they go to that half court stuff when they can't just get up and down. But 
I'll give him a check for that. I'll give him a check for that. So playing fast. Yes, they did that. Number two, rebound. Don't let the Wizards get second shots. Uh, they won the rebounding war 49 to 48. And uh, I thought Clinton was just a beast on the boards, even though he only had like 11 played 18 minutes. Like if we would play that fourth quarter, he would easily have 15, 16 rebounds. Um, Bally, <laughs> Bally put out a, uh, a stat in the third quarter that said that the wizards are, where, where's the rebound? Uh, wizards get out rebounded by 11 rebounds a game. <laughs> Neek was like, man, that's a lot. And Bob was like, yo, like, that is one of the worst, like, splits in NBA history. Like, they get, they're getting out-rebounded at a historic level. Like, that is how bad they are rebounding the ball. Um, I mean, you look down the list, like, I'm looking at their list. Like, if Daniel Gafford don't get no rebound, who going to get it? Kyle Kuzma? Avija? Like, they don't got no, like... I don't know, man, but I don't know what's going on in D.C., but it's not good, man. It's not good. Um, so, you know, definitely going to give them a check on the rebounding battle. Uh, as far as the threes were concerned, um, the Hawks got up 37, 37 threes tonight. And the Wizards got up 38. Hawks shot 48%. And the Wizards shot 26%. So, again, when you win that three-point shooting battle, a lot of times you're going to end up winning the game because in the NBA, in today's NBA, them dudes like to shoot a lot of threes, man. They like to shoot a lot of threes. So, Hawks check all the boxes and uh, salute to them. So, uh, we're going to skip over fan feedback and go straight to takeaways from tonight's game. Um, again, first takeaway again, and I've said this several times, this was a complete win front to back offensively, defensively, um, special, te <laughs> special teams, even if they had a special teams, I'm sure they would have done well tonight. <laughs> Number two, second takeaway. A lot of folks are saying is Trey's stroke back. You know what I mean? Nine to 17 from the field. Very efficient. You know what I'm saying? 26 points, 10 assists. Um, he was a plus 40 for the night, which is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. A plus 40 to the night for the night, five of eight from three. A lot of people want to say his shot is back. And I will just say this. I'm not saying that his shot is not back. And it's very good that he's been shooting and scoring efficiently over the last three games. And actually, let me pull those stats up really quick. And I'll give you his stats over the last three games. But let me say this first. I think the next step is just to see some consistency. That's all. That's all. Like, I just want to see some consistency. Three games is nice. Three games in a row is really nice. But let's see a little consistency before we proclaim the shop being back, all right? So let's get like maybe a week sample size, you know, or something, maybe a seven game, 10 game sample size, and then we'll see what um, what that shot is looking like. Listen, I want the shot to be back. I hope, I hope, you know what I'm saying? Last three games, let me, I got, I got the stats up. He's shooting 56% from three. 56% from three. Now, of course, Ain't even gonna shoot that for the whole season, 
But I'll say, like, yo, it's getting there. It's getting there. He's shooting 52% from the field. The last three games, Indiana, Brooklyn, and Washington. So the hope is that um, and he's, he's starting to see the basket a little bit better, and that is the hope. Last thing, last uh, takeaway before I get up out your hair. Jalen Johnson, <sighs> next man up. So here's the thing. I said this earlier. I think that no one on the Hawks does what Jalen Johnson does. And his skill set is going to be severely missed. I think the obvious progression is that you slide Sadiq Bey into that starting lineup, which changes a lot of things for you. Um, you're not going to be as strong defensively, Sadiq. Again, it, it, he brings a different, a different style, and so um, it's just going to be different. I don't think it's going to be worse or, or, or better I think there's some things that he does good and some things that he doesn't do well so I mean I, I the, the the glaring concern I have is of course the defensive side of the ball because Sadiq Bey at times can be oh boy <laughs> like oh boy <laughs> on defense so I think that Bay slides into that starting spot um, Quinn, I don't think he's going to deepen that bench. I think that he's still going to run an eight or nine man rotation. I think that eight man is going to be either Wesley Matthews or AJ Griffin. Whoever the eighth man will be, I think the ninth man will be the other. So if Wesley is going to be the eighth man, I think AJ is going to be that ninth man. If, if AJ is the eighth man, I think Wesley is going to be the, the ninth man. And I think that Quinn will will make those decisions based on matchup each night. You know, I think that that's going to be kind of the natural progression. It's just maybe more for those eight and nine guys. Uh, one of those guys got to slide into the eight role, you know. Um, and so that's kind of what it is. So we'll we'll see. We'll monitor it if we hear anything. Um, you know, we'll tweet it out or whatever once the Hawks make any um and as a matter of fact while i'm still recording let me just go ahead and check my email real quick to see if the hawks released any statement um i haven't got the um the post game talk yet from uh quinn snyder so i haven't heard anything on that end but once i hear it and i'm sure like you know lauren and brad and everybody else that covers hawks they will tweet that out as soon as we know something from Jalen Johnson. So hopefully it's not bad. Hopefully the x-rays will be negative. Hopefully it's a stinger. We're sending the best. We're sending good vibes to uh, Mr. Johnson. So ladies and gentlemen, I think that's it, man. We're going to put a pot. We're going to put a bow in this podcast and uh, we'll be back tomorrow night, man. We'll be back tomorrow night. But like we always say, man, God is good all time and all time. God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. Hello, be love. We out. Peace. Free